2022. I'm Scott Preros. With me today, I have Reed Watkins. Hey, everybody. Noah Teams. Hello. And Jacob Urish. What's going on? So it's a new year for ISU sports. It's a, it's a big year. A lot of turnover in every sport. Uh, that includes football this year. Um, coming off of the worst season under Brock's back, going 4-7. and seven. But they made some changes, specifically on the offensive side of the ball. They got uh, Tony Peterson as the new offensive coordinator, and they got a new quarterback in Zach Anikstead from Minnesota. Um, a lot of experience there, some Big Ten experience there. So they actually they have a little more experience in the MVC. So it's going to be interesting to see what these guys are able to do. But uh, ISU football is going to be interesting to see this year. It's a little little different look than what we've seen the past few years. Uh, yeah, they look good. Uh, Reed reported that. Uh, Coach Speck said that this is the best team they've put out on the field for since he's been here. Um, so kind of, there's a lot of high hopes for him this year. We hope um, seems to really be impressed with the team he's putting out for Week One. So we'll we'll look forward to that for sure. Yeah, I know you, uh, you touched on the defense before we even started. So they ranked sixth last year, so the middle of the pack. I think. What we what we've all agreed on. It's really the offense. I think they were the worst scoring. Or they were tenth in points last year and in touchdowns. They had the ninth most rushing yards and tenth most passing yards last year. Not good. Just like you can't be bottom of the league in offense. I mean that we just know that. Uh, the, I mean if the defense is middle of the pack and that offense could improve just a little bit. I mean they sh- they have a chance to uh, place higher than eighth, which. Uh, that's what the preseason, uh, preseason poll expectation is set at right now. But I think all eyes are probably on the offense just because of how last year was. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, so got new quarterback and new offensive coordinator. So I think um, this offense looks a lot different from what we've seen from Illinois State in the past. And I think if Annex had gets some time to throw on the backfield, he'll be able to succeed. I'm putting a lot of um, – the team's success on the back of the offensive line, just giving him time to throw, time to make reads. Um, he looks comfortable getting out of the pocket based off the scrimmage I watched, but it seemed like he was having to get out of the pocket way too often. So we'll see what they can do. Um, Motion-heavy offense, really like to move around, um, move around pre-snap and kind of make the defense react, and they have a lot of big play capability from what I saw. So um, I think it'll be interesting to watch, but I think it might take some time to really get into – um, their flow and kind of make those big plays happen on Saturdays. Yeah, I agree. And we were talking about this before the podcast. The defense kept him in a lot of games last year. They played North Dakota State at home. I believe they were only down 10 going into the fourth quarter, but they had scored zero points. Uh, they ended up beating you and I. The defense made a huge job at the end. They beat, I believe it was South Dakota in South Dakota. Um, they won games that maybe they shouldn't have won compared to how they had been playing. But they also lost a lot of games that they probably should have won because they just couldn't put the ball into the end zone through the goalpost, whatever it might be. They couldn't score points at all last year. And I'm hoping that's a big change this year. Uh, Like you said, the offensive line might look a little rough this year. It wasn't spectacular last year, but I think with an improved quarterback play, a different look offensively, they have potential. And like you were saying, Jacob, I mean, if that offense is just – middle of the pack and that defense does what it did last year you can win a lot more games than what you did last year it's going to keep you in a lot more games i see a lot of our uh wins coming at home this year uh we have a pretty fair home schedule i would say the road's going to be hard north dakota state south dakota state but i'd say the uh, the home stretch is going to be a pretty good pretty good uh result this season hopefully one thing that jumped out to me last season uh last year 
uh, was like third down conversions on offense and like what they allowed. They were 37 for 134 on offense. That was worse than MVC. Wow. And then they gave up the most third down conversions. So they literally complete opposite sides of spectrum. Like it's another thing. Like if you could somehow cut it down just a little bit, you're looking at a completely different team. But that that jumped out to me because like you cannot give down those third downs because then you just those drives are going to be longer your players are going to be more fatigued and it just it affects everything. Yeah, and you we were talking about home and away. Uh, they start off the season at Wisconsin, which is definitely a game that is going to be tougher the Redbirds to compete in that game. I mean, Wisconsin just a Big Ten, always been a solid football program. They have been a pound it down your throat kind of team. They have a really good running back back there. Um, Always a great offensive line. Um, then they have a game against Northern Iowa in Northern Iowa. They have at Indiana State, at North Dakota State, and at South Dakota State. So all those games, very tough road games. I mean, I would say out of those five, I believe I listed it right there, four or five, Indiana State's probably the one that they'll compete with the most. And I'm not saying they can't win these games, but then you look at their home schedule, you have Valparaiso in Eastern Illinois. Southern Illinois is a tough team. That'll be a tough game. But then South Dakota, Youngstown State, and Western Illinois all at home. So I think the disparity between home and away games is something that they, the Redbirds need to take advantage of. You need to win games on your home field when you definitely have the ability to do that. But like I said, I'm not. It's, it'll be interesting to see what they're able to do. But I think just looking at this week's game against uh, uh Wisconsin here. You, what are you guys' thoughts? I think it's going to be rough. <laughs> I think you got to go up there and try your best. <laughs> and when it doesn't go well, you know, you're playing a Big Ten team, you really have nothing to lose. I think that's what they have to remember is that you're not expected to do anything against this, this team. Is, this is probably the best team you'll face this year. Yeah, I think that's the quote um, I had was um, from Spec. He said – this is the best team he's facing. I don't know if he said this is the best team he's had um, in his time here, but he um, did say this is the best team that he's facing in his time here. So I think that's definitely something to look out for. I mean, he obviously respects this team. Um, and you got a couple guys in Annexted and Peterson who have Big Ten experience. So, I mean, it might not be too new for them, but for everyone else on the field, it's going to be a big challenge. I mean, the Big Ten are getting – we're getting the guys who – weren't offered in the Big Ten pretty clearly. So, um, I mean, we have a lot of talent on the field. I just don't think they stack up against a Big Ten opponent, especially a very solid Big Ten opponent in Wisconsin. Yeah, and I just want to – one last touch on this. Uh, the running back I was talking about, Braylon Allen. Last year, at the start of the year, he was 17 years old playing for Wisconsin. So for he was probably 50% of the season, 17, 50% of the season, he was 18. He had – Almost 1,300 rushing yards. He averaged almost seven yards a carry. He had 12 touchdowns, and he caught a few passes too. But at 17 years old, you're doing that in the Big Ten? That's just – that's incredible. It's, we thought we were praising ISU's defense. So they have their hands full in this game coming up here. Right? Braylon Allen is a stud, so it's going to be interesting to see what they can do against that. Yeah, defensive coordinator Ty, Trevor Nykamp – sorry, his son is Ty, who's on the team this year, but – um, Trevor Nykamp, I think he does a really good job going into his fifth year as the D.C. for ISU. Um, and I really like his defensive back plays. I'm a little nervous. I mean, his defensive line looked good against our def offensive line in the scrimmage. So 
If they can put some pressure on that, I think stopping the run, though, is going to be your biggest challenge against Wisconsin. You get some big guys on the offensive line. So um, try to avoid getting moved. Try to move them around a little bit and pressure, put pressure in the backfield. I think that's your best bet. I mean, but much easier said than done. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's all we need to cover for football. I don't know if you guys have anything else you want to touch on. Um, but I do want to touch on volleyball now. Volleyball, coming off of four straight NCAA tournament appearances, has a new head coach in Allie Matters who I think is going to do really well with this team. I mean, she has a lot of experience coming in, a lot of success, um, very strong resume coming in, and it's they've only played three games so far. Uh, they played at the uh, Tribute to Number 10 tournament at Cincinnati, and while they did go one and two, that is a stacked field they went up against. I believe one team, or I believe two of the teams were receiving votes to be ranked, and then, um, but they went one and two. They beat Cincinnati three two, lost to Dayton two three, and then uh, Florida State they lost in four sets. But they competed in all those sets, and I think going up against that competition and performing at the level that they did goes to show what you can expect from them this season. Yeah, I really like everything Allie Matters has said and done as far as being on campus. She seems really excited to be here, and I'm excited to watch her here. Um, I think the volleyball roster looks good, returning a couple star players from last year's team, um, and they'll have a good chance to compete. Um, They dropped that five-set match against Dayton, which was a tough loss. Um, Lost 15-11 to in the fifth set, so... Um, wanted to see him walk away with that second one, go positive on the weekend on the tournament. But I think they had a good showing, and they showed that they can play with those big-name teams as mid-major, which I think is always impressive. Um, so I'm excited to see what they do, and I'm really excited to see them at Illinois State. I'm expecting a big turnout, not for that 10 a.m. game, the season opener, <laughs> but for that Friday night game coming up here this weekend. I think we're going to have a lot of students um, and a really good atmosphere in Redford Arena. Yeah, they may have started out one and two, but that first win, I, I was the one that covered that game. That was incredible. They were down two sets to one, and then in the uh, final set, they're down nine to three. So literally, uh, Cincinnati needs six more points, and then I think they went on what a twelve uh, three three run. Yeah, they came back and won. That's quite an impressive win for your first win uh, as coach. Uh, but the one stat that jumped out to me that was a little bit of a difference maker, they had six more blocks than Cincy. So just right there, like, that's huge. Uh, I think junior, Caitlin Pronounsky, uh leads the team in kills right now at 36. Uh, yeah, once you start, I mean, it's under 500, of course, but last season they started 0-3. So, I mean, it's nothing to get too worried about, of course, because how that season ended. But, yeah, I, I think uh, what we've seen is encouraging, especially off of that first one. Yeah, I saw that first game, that comeback win, and I thought they could. I thought they were sweeping the field in the tribute to number ten tournament. Um, so it was disappointing to see those two losses, but I'm not very discouraged considering um, those are some really good teams compared to the competition they'll see in their conference schedule in the conference tournament. So obviously not an easy walk, but through that field, but. I think they have a good chance, and I like that they're getting this experience rather than taking some easy wins early in the year. Yeah, I was looking at their season a little bit. Uh, I wrote a little preview about them, and I talked to uh, Ellie Matters and then Sarah Kushner and Katie Weimerskirch before the season as well at their uh, little scrimmage they did. And uh, 
they have a lot of expectations this year. I mean, they do have some turnover. The entire it's an entirely new staff. They lost two very strong players um, last year. Tomorrow, Oatney was the big loss there, um, but. They hold two of their best players, Katie Weimerskirch and Sarah Kushner, um, the two most experienced players on the team. I mean, these two have led the team for a while now. Um, I talked to Katie, and she was telling me that she thinks they balance each other out, little little intensity on one side and then calmness on the other, so they help balance each other out. But I think those two, their leadership, what they can do this year is going to be key to this team's success. And like I said, I mean, Based on what they were able to do there, it gives me high hopes for what they're going to do this season in the Missouri Valley Conference and beyond. Anything else from you guys? We can touch on soccer then to end it, which has had a rough start to the season, but it's hard to judge them. Uh, they've, it's been interesting because they do have a new head coach. They, um, Caitlin, or not Caitlin Hamilton, I got that mixed up but they have a new head coach they're not a very experienced team entirely i mean it's just it's hard to judge them this early but with marissa kresge i believe is how you pronounce it um she's the new head coach they got a lot of young players um they lost a lot of ashley santos was the most experienced player on the team she's gone allison baker's still there she has some experience but it's just it's hard to judge them like i said it's just you don't know what to expect this early you have a new head coach new staff i mean I think it's too early to tell what's going to happen, but it, it's not looking good so far. Yeah, no. what do you got? You've been kind of following um, this team. Yeah, so like you said, they're an extremely young team. I mean, I think last week they put out five to six freshmen on the field. Um, the brightest spot of the team, honestly, so far is uh, Leah Crotty. She's kind of in that midfield, and she plays as a uh, left back or right back. Um, there hasn't been many goals scored at all so far, um, and I know the coach, she was really expressing her – uh, confusion about the identity of her team. She really wants them to develop an I- identity and figure out how they want to play this year to be able to compete. Um, it's really hard when you don't have experience. You can't really have that leadership role when half of the starters are all freshmen. Um, but there has been a really, I mean, in my opinion, I've seen some really good defensive play. Um, they're not, they don't hold possession too, too well, but in the first half of most of these games, their defense is really they play really well, but they just can't get the ball up the field, and they they really miss out on those counter attacks that should should give them a goal. But the uh, the defense does look pretty pretty good so far, though, for the most part. Yeah, that offense, like you mentioned, hasn't looked great so far. But I would agree, like this is going to this is something that's going to take time. You cannot expect results right away. But yeah, we've seen that on offense in the opener. They had four shots compared to Illinois' nineteen. Versus Utah State, they had nine compared to 25. Then versus Utah, two to 23. So on the season, they have 27 shots compared to opponents, 81. And they're averaging seven shots per game while their opponents averaging 20. I mean, that's just not a recipe for success. But we have to reinforce this is an unexperienced team. It is going to take time. And I, I think that's, that's really what they have right now from what they're coming off of because I think were they four – 10 and 2 I can't remember the record last year yeah it's something along those lines but she's trying to establish a new uh setting and those things just take time um I really liked I've liked what Crush Crushy has said at least through these losses um and the couple quotes we've gotten um I think she knows what she wants and it's just tough to implement and it's probably tough to 
coach being such a successful player in her career personally. Um, always interesting to see how really good players turn out as coaches. Um, but she had a lot of success, and she was with uh, Wisconsin last year, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so, yes. Um, as an assistant. So um, really tough to implement everything she has there. But I wanted to read this quote she had um, in Noah's article uh, after the loss against Eastern Michigan. She said, we need to figure out what type of team we want to be this year and what type of program moving forward. We had a game plan to switch the point of attack. Speed of play was important. We didn't see any of those things today. This point forward, we're going to have to decide what we're willing to do to be successful. Clearly today, it wasn't very important. Those details weren't there, and we did not implement what we thought we could have. So I thought that was a huge quote. I mean, she's fired up, and she really wants to see this program succeed. Um, she's very active on Twitter. If you follow her, she's um, passionate about everything she's doing, and I'm a big fan of her personally, um, at least thus far. So I... I'm very interested to see what she's able to do with this program. I think it's tough to judge anyone's first season, um, but once she gets um, a team full of her own recruits and um, get that that group on the field, I will be very interested to see what they can do. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Noah, you talked about in one of your articles, they only scored one goal for the first 360 minutes of the season. Mm-hmm. We keep it reiterating, but that offense just has to be able to create more of an attack. Despite that Eastern Michigan game, like, disregard it they've only allowed five goals through the other three that's not terrible like you said it's just it'll be interesting to see what they can do um and as we keep reiterating it's a young team a lot of time to work on it so we'll see what they're able to do the rest of this season but uh they got a game tomorrow night uh at home against eastern illinois um going to the other sports we talked about football as i said they have a game saturday in madison against wisconsin and then volleyball begins the redbird invitational um the redbird classic i'm sorry uh friday they have a 10 a.m game against oral roberts a 7 30 game against green bay and then saturday they play at 2 30 against southeast missouri state so uh a lot of action at bloomington normal this week so uh, make sure to get out to those games um i think that's everything we need to cover anything else from you guys that's it for me i think we're good i'm good Alrighty. um make sure in the meantime to follow our twitter accounts at the underscore vedette and at viddy underscore sports and uh, we'll see you next time